Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This is David Shoemaker, and I'd like to welcome you to Living Thelema. This month's segment is going to cover healing and magic. And uh, this topic was suggested um, from various angles on Facebook by uh, both uh, Tal Rose and Evie Johnson. So uh, I want to thank both of you for your suggestions. And in general, thanks to everyone who's been sending in suggestions for topics uh, over the, the many months. Now, to begin, I want to say that um, in setting up this presentation today, I have uh, recognized that so much of what we've done in uh, previous um, Living Thelema segments, and really in our work in, in magic generally, um, focuses on psychological and spiritual dimensions of healing and growth and uh, uh, healthful living, broadly speaking. So my focus today is specifically going to be uh, more narrowly on physical health and the practices that can enhance physical health, general comments about um, the nature of health and, and bodily processes from Crowley and uh, related topics. And then we're going to close today with the practical exercise that you can use uh, whenever you like as a way to enhance your own health and uh, um, hopefully integrate that into your daily magical work. So uh, let's begin with uh, some of Crowley's comments on the nature of physical health, and these are drawn from Lieber 343, Amrita. As in philosophy, change is life, stagnation, death. We should not fear a brisk metabolism. Why should the process which we call growth only a few years ago become degeneration? For the same reason that a well-kept, well-oiled machine works more easily with age while a rusty one wrecks itself. Exercise helps us to sluice our sewers, but we must flush them well with water to dissolve mineral waste. We must avoid the ingestion of foods likely to leave insoluble deposits. But there is also another cause of decay, cause also in part of this poisoning. Our organs would repair themselves perfectly if they were given sufficient rest. In their haste, they absorb the first material to hand, be it good or bad. Also, we call on them to work before they are fully rested, and so wear them gradually out. Exercise is necessary to keep us clean, but our rest must be perfect restoration also. We can give the muscles this benefit by asana, and also reduce to a minimum the work of heart and lungs. We can give our digestions rest by eating only at noon and sunset thus allowing them a clear twelve hours of the twenty-four. Pranayama is the ideal exercise, as it promotes metabolism to the utmost, with the minimum of fatigue, and can be combined with asana. The man with the best chance of prolonged youth is he who eats and drinks heartily, not much caring what, who does things vigorously in the open air, with the minimum of common-sense precautions, and who keeps his mind at the same time thoroughly active, free from worry, and his heart high. He has come with William Blake to the palace of wisdom by the road of excess. He is on friendly terms with nature, and though he does not fear her, he heeds her, and does not provoke her. It is better, says he, to wear out than to rust out. True, but is there need to wear out? He tires himself improperly, and he digs his grave with his teeth." love that last line. <laughs> so um, 
Well, we might want to not want to take everything Crowley says uh, as uh, medical advice, strictly speaking. Uh, this does give us a glimpse of of his general conception of uh, the nature of physical health and uh, those practices and and attitudes toward living that, in his mind, would uh, would tend to sustain us and promote health. Um, so let's move on to some general concerns about health and, and healing. Um, first thing, in keeping with what I just said about uh, medical advice, uh, you know, magic should not replace professional medical care. Uh, if you are ill, please do seek out professional help and uh, also consider all of the techniques that I'm going to be presenting to you today. I also want to second Crowley's uh, implication throughout that previous discussion that underlying physical health, general physical health, is of the utmost importance. And you can't expect to use um, conventional medical means or magical means to heal yourself from an illness if you're not paying attention to basic daily common sense in terms of the upkeep of your body. Um, over the couple decades I've been involved in Thelema, I've certainly seen plenty of people who, uh, by doing the practices uh, in our system of magic and yoga and other health-promoting practices, um, certainly are, are helping their body uh, be healthy. But then other things they do, such as excessive use of drugs or alcohol or um, simply ignoring common sense in terms of nutrition, <laughs> things like that, kind of defeat the purpose of, of the magic in yoga, or they, they lessen the positive effects of it, and they get back to roughly the same place they'd be anyway if they hadn't done magic or yoga. So um, if you're going to take care of yourself in these esoteric ways, please don't uh, forget common sense in terms of uh, everyday health practices. So um, moving to look at some useful magical practices, let's, uh, let's start with the importance of the daily banishing rituals. Uh, I've covered these in various ways for, for several years now. And these practices really do promote a magical hygiene, but also uh, it's a magical spiritual hygiene that seems to bring with it enhanced physical health for many practitioners. Um, this is equally true of, of the yoga practices, as, as I was mentioning, as, as Crowley talked about. Um, now, we don't have controlled studies so far on, um, you know, comparative health of people performing daily banishings and another randomly uh, chosen set of people who are not. Um, maybe that's something we can do in the future. But uh, anecdotal evidence um, in my own practice and in observing people across the years is that uh, when you are cleansing yourself um, magically, your body tends to listen to that and benefit from that. So in case you hadn't gotten enough of me recommending uh, keeping up with your daily rituals uh, before, you know, here's another dose of uh, me wagging my finger at you for that. Um, now, the use of the invoking rituals on a daily basis, well, not necessarily daily, but whenever we do it, um, can be a source of healing force. Um, you can easily s simply decide to do the 
daily pentagram and hexagram ritual you're you're going to be working with anyway, but direct that invoked force to the healing of the body. That's probably the simplest magical technique, or I should say ritual technique, that's available in the arsenal. In terms of uh, more specific practices, um, there are advanced procedures taught within a number of traditions, including the second order of some Thelemic orders uh, pattern on the Golden Dawn. These often involve traditional ritual techniques combined with targeted use of color and sound, as an example. Um, it's also widely known that uh, Crowley believed the core magical techniques taught in OTO could be applied to curative ends. Um, here's more from Crowley's Amrita on the nature of this elixir of life, as he calls it. We know a vehicle of which a few grains can house enough pure light to fill a man not only with nourishment, but with energy almost superhuman, and parallel intelligence incredibly sun-bright for four and twenty hours. That substance is theoretically easy, but practically hard to obtain. We know how to charge this substance with the life force. We cannot understand the true nature of this force. We cannot measure it. We cannot create it or obtain it synthetically but we can purify and intensify it. We can, within wide limits, determine at will the quality and scope of its action. We can postpone death, increase energy, or prolong youth. And we are justified in saying that we possess the elixir of life. So, some passages to contemplate uh, from Crowley. And if you uh, want to review my previous Living Thelema segments on uh, sex magic and mysticism, and the potential use of the Eucharist of various types that I've referenced across several segments, you may want to consider those um, in this light. Now, um, as Crowley said in, in some of the earlier passages, change is life, stagnation, death. And one implication of this is that when we want to apply magical techniques, energetic techniques to physical healing, one doctrine is that Stagnation of energy is not healthful. So any practice that tends to circulate energy in the physical body or in uh, the aura, uh, however you want to term that, the energy body, um, will be healthful. One such circulation technique uh, is going to be included in the exercise that we're going to do here in just a minute. So keep an eye out for how we integrate a circulation of energy into what we're about to do. Um, now, this exercise, um, as, as with other uh, imaginal or relaxation exercises that I've taught in, in other segments, it's the kind of thing you want to really set aside some time to do and make sure that you're uh, able to be undisturbed and relaxed and, uh, you know, obviously not driving a car or something like that as, as you do it. So uh, let me describe generally what we're going to be doing, and then I'll pause and, and start a, a formal walkthrough of each stage of the practice. This will be something that you could uh, save as a, as a separate recording just to um, walk yourself through. And um, I will probably break it out into its own freestanding audio segment uh, in the resources section of Living Thelema so you can have it by itself. Um, so what we're going to be doing is using a middle pillar type exercise where you are focusing on certain centers of the body, both uh, considered physically and energetically as centers um, to work with. And we're going to be bringing down vital force, life force, from 
the crown to the heart to the genitals and to the feet as they're standing on the ground. We're going to be standing upright for this practice. And the idea is to allow the nature of these different centers of the body to express themselves and uh, enhance the force as we bring it down, to bring their own particular nature and power to the force in service of healing. So, for example, um, Kether we can configure as this ultimate source of healing force, the divine life, source of life itself. Uh, at Tefereth, at the heart, we will unite the healing force with the idea of the holy guardian angel, that the the healing is being provided for the furtherance of your own great work, in other words. And the HGA is a essentially as is, is the healing agent um, specific to you. Then at Yesod, at the genitals, we will uh, conceptualize that, that your own regenerative power, your own creative force is brought into play to further fuel this healing. And then finally, as we bring the, the light down to the feet on the, on the earth at Malkuth, um, we will be much like charging a talisman or consuming a Eucharist. We'll be conceptualizing that everything that's gone before is now locking into the physical body. And then we're going to do a circulation of the force um, around the perimeter of the aura, um, down the front, up the back, um, several times. All right, so with that in mind, we'll move into the exercise itself. Stand in a balanced posture, hands at your sides, feet together and touching. Begin to regularize your breathing. And with each breath out, allow the muscles of your body to grow warmer, looser, and more relaxed. Now, visualize the aura as a sharp, vibrant shield of blue-white light extending about a foot above your head and about a foot below your feet, so beneath the surface of the floor, and about a foot on either side of your body, so an egg of bright blue light so sharp and clear that it feels like you could reach out and knock on it and it would feel solid. All the visualizations of the centers of the body will be within this egg, not touching it. Above your head, See a sphere of white light form, vibrant, brilliant white light. This is the crown center of Kether. Feel this ultimate source of life force and healing, vibrant and alive, charged, 
and ready to manifest itself for this healing purpose. And when you have this idea locked firmly in mind, vibrate the divine name Eheye one time. Now see a shaft of white light descend from the crown center to a point at the heart where it grows into another sphere of white light. This force from Kether is now filling the heart center. And you can know that with certainty your holy guardian angel desires that you perform your own great work and is behind and supporting all that you do here. When this idea is firmly in mind and the healing light has taken on the force and linkage to your own HGA, vibrate the divine name Yao one time. Now a shaft of light descends from the heart center to a point at the genitals where it grows into another sphere of white light. And the HGA-linked life force is now united with your own divine regenerative power, your own creative light, mingling with what you've brought down. And this further fuels and enlivens the healing force available to you. When this idea is firmly conceived, vibrate the divine name Shaddai El Chai one time. And now with all that has gone before firmly in mind and formulated and ready to manifest for the furtherance of your own great work through the healing of your body, a shaft of light descends to a point between the feet and grows into another sphere of light half above, half below the floor. Know as you see this occur that the healing light is now infusing the entirety of your body. As you continue to breathe, feel this force interpenetrating all the cells of your body. Feel the light in the shaft of the, the column of light that you have created spreading out throughout your body and even filling the space between your body and the edges of the aura.
And when this idea is firmly conceived in the mind, vibrate the divine name Adonai Haaretz one time. And now feeling the column connecting the centers firmly established on your next in-breath from the center between the feet draw white light up the back of the aura to the crown and on the out-breath see it move down the front of the aura back to the feet and continue the circulation for three to five breath cycles And now, having completed the exercise and locked in the force and circulated it, you can now know that while the powers and potencies that you have brought forth here remain vibrant and active, the visualizations can fade. And as you're ready, Bring yourself back to full awareness of the present time and place. Give the sign of silence. And the exercise is completed. All right. Well, I hope that you'll find this exercise useful in your daily work. Um, and of course, if you have a specific illness that you want to try to address, then this is something you can you can certainly use. Um, I want to repeat the caveat I, I gave earlier in, in terms of seeking professional medical help if you have uh, any illness, and please consider these techniques to be adjuncts to that as opposed to replacements. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, I will look forward to talking to you again next time. In the meantime, please visit livingthelema.com for my bio and other information about uh, my work and, of course, the Living Thelema book, which is still available. Um, the Facebook page for Living Thelema will have uh, announcements and other discussion. And um, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future topics, don't hesitate to email me uh, at david at livingthelema.com. Thanks for listening, and love is the law. Love under will.